0: signal 50 podcast where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events
1: welcome to the signal 50 podcast it's april 11th 2021 it's almost tax day but we moved those goalposts posts thankfully thankfully so anybody hey everybody welcome you know spring has sprung across the land on the east coast the mid-atlantic we're getting some spotty showers it's it's not terrible outside uh things are blooming and and the pollening is happening again so i welcome everybody to the show Sorry, we missed you on Wednesday night. We just got overcome by events. And, you know, we have uh we have day gigs that we have to do, and it just is what it is. Sorry about that, folks. And we want to put out good content. So we didn't want to just throw something together and put it up for you. Bravo. Good evening to you, sir.
0: Hey, my friend. How are you? It's good to Better. good to be chatting. And uh, yep, I, I know what you mean. Life happens.
1: <laughs> yes, it, it, it sh- sure happens.
0: does. So hey, you know, uh, let me uh Playing the producer back here, too. Again, we're two average American uh, patriots. We love to talk about current events, and we uh, unfortunately can't show our faces still because we get canceled. Um, We try to put on really good content. We talk about those current events and how they affect each and every one of us from our vantage point, and that's what we like to do here on the Signal 50 podcast. So, as always, love to talk about this kind of stuff. And we're gonna, you know, correlation does equal causation, and you're all gonna get it. And I kind of put a, we're, we're gonna talk about this. I think it's really interesting stuff. So right. Let's jump to it.
1: Go ahead if you want to jump right into that. That's fine. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh wait, I put on the wrong logo. Look, you know we have to retire the original logo. We started this in September. That's right. right after, we to We're gonna retire that one.
1: We're gonna retire it. Yep, and we oh. have our new one, new branding.
0: Uh, yeah. That's new branding. that's a mile marker for us since uh, the fact that I figured out how to use Photoshop even more so, <laughs> and how to how to uh, make uh, wavy uh, figures and uh, fades and layers. And I was like, oh my oh, yeah. god, hey, you know, YouTube is good for um, those kind of uh, tutorial videos. I will say. That's correct. So everybody, just so
1: everybody knows out there, our, our production budget is, is less than zero,
0: right? <laughs> this
1: is a game that we pay to play. Um, so we're not collecting any money from anybody. Nobody's paying us anything, which is fine. Uh, so bear with the amateurish nature of production. We're doing the best we can. We're middle-aged men. And we're You're doing all right. We're doing okay. We're doing okay. So, anyhow, everybody, you know, there, there's an awful lot going on that we wanted to talk about tonight, and and correlation uh, equals causation. Uh, that's something that we really want to get into. Uh, on the last program, um, we talked a little bit about Mike Lindell and what he's been up to on some of the programs, and we just kind of want to jump right into it um, with the correlation is is causational. Um, and we're going to show we're going to show you a video clip. We're not going to talk about the video clip. We're going to we're going to show it to you and let you listen to it. We do highly encourage you to catch us over on Rumble if you want to see the video portion. Please go do it over there. We don't want to talk about the video. Uh, we just, the, the audio is what's important when we get to that part. But Bravo's done a lot of work with this, and I've I've watched the videos. I understand everything. I've done a lot of work with it as well. So we want to kind of break it down for you a little bit. What what Mike Lindell's been up to. So without further ado, take it away.
0: All right, so we'll start this up here. We'll just take it from the beginning, and we'll we'll um, bring you through this. And we're not getting, we didn't do a lot of cuts on this because it's so important. You can find this on Mike Lindell TV or Lind- Lindell TV. This is where you can find this. Uh, and there's more coming. You will see more coming from this. Uh, and and for the YouTube minders, there is no copyright on this. He wants everyone to spread this and talk about it. So we're going to do it.
2: Hello everyone. As you know, we've been filming a new documentary this week and it's going to come out in a week or so. But when I was uh, interviewing everyone, Dr. Douglas G. Frank here has more stuff than you could even put into a 10 hour documentary. So what I wanted to do was a separate one here. This is so important to our country. I want to get this one out right away. So we're going to do, we're going to have an hour interview here with Dr. Uh, Frank, and welcome. I mean, uh, what you showed me before, I want everybody to see in this hour. I wanna say how we met. I met, it was like a divine appointment. And and we are not going uh, to play this for an hour.
0: No, we're not.
2: A gal that was running for Congress in Pennsylvania, I met her uh, in D.C. at random in in January, and she um, said that she had won, and then all of a sudden we woke up on November 4th and had lost. And she knew that there was something terribly wrong. she basically went door to door she went uh she did her own investigation and she proved uh, you know herself she goes she goes yes it was cheated but she didn't really know how and so she um, went out and got a hold of different people to help her with this and one of them was dr Frank and when I was doing this documentary, she said, "Well you need to see what he has this is it was amazing and <laughs>
0: uh just as just as a as a sideshow here uh we're going to talk about some of the things when when i came across this video and i originally saw the first one absolute proof and we talked about it on the show also remember that Mm -hmm. alpha we talked about how and at the end of the the video hopefully everyone's got a chance to see it there was 150 million people watch this in the month uh about absolute proof so there's more coming this is on lindell tv we encourage you to go watch it but what we're talking about here is this uh, physicist dr. Frank uh, we're going to let him play a couple of things we're going to talk about the highlights of this video we encourage you to go find this video and watch it and watch for yourselves and come up with your own conclusions let us know what you think at infosignal50.com um, we'll let this kind of and I want to bring uh, to the to the next point here where they get into a little bit more about what's going on
2: for him to to even dig in and get this and figure out the algorithms and then to have absolute proof. What we have over here, what you're gonna see when this is done, when I showed you an absolute proof, the first uh, documentary we did with all the cyber attack on our country, who did it, when they did it, why they did it, we know the IP addresses, the IDs of the computers, everything. Now you're gonna see that this was nationwide and these two come together and it is absolutely fits like a
3: glove. So why don't we just get right into it? So what did you, what do you, what do you have? I found were the algorithms that mm-hmm. control how many registrations and how many ballots you need in every county to control an election. That's Uh what I figured out. And it's widespread. It's in every state that I've checked so far and it's to magnificent part per million detail. So I know it's not an accident. It has to be done by an algorithm. Right, it cannot be done by humans. It could not be done. I want
2: everybody to know that, but you're gonna see it's impossible to be done by humans. It had to be done by machines, i.e. computers, and they had to be online? Absolutely.
3: The whole time. The
2: whole
0: time. In real time. Be so that is that is huge, everyone. Just so you know, if it was supposed to be no computers were hooked up to the Internet during the election, they were just talking about the fact that it was hooked up during the election.
1: It would have to be.
0: Yeah. And that the amount of information that had to be done live, so they talked about doing it beforehand. They came up with this algorithm before. They came with it in the middle, and then they came in at the end to clean it all up. So let's let's see what else they have to say about it. So
3: Don't be afraid of that word. Right, right. The first thing you need to understand about the way elections are managed is they have what they call a registration database. This is for every precinct, every county in the country, they have one of these. And in each one, you've can got- Can anybody get this? In right. most states, you can download these for free. Okay. But in some states, they're expensive. Uh, right, you have right, to download right, them. Right, right. But uh, uh, politicians use these all the time because right. they tell them, every person in the district. And it also tells their voting history. Is this a Republican? Is this a Democrat? Do they usually vote? Do they not vote? Vote. Because why would you want to go knock on, if you're a Republican, why would you go knock on a Republican's door who you know is already going to vote for you anyway? You're looking for the people that don't usually come out. You want to go knock on those doors. So why is this significant here? Well, this is significant because this shows you, I mean, if you have access to this, which basically everybody does, you notice that this person here votes a lot and they're a Republican, but this person hardly ever votes and only every once in a this while. This down
2: here hardly ever voted. Yes. Everybody, he only voted once here, what's that? This is the November 3rd election here,
3: this last call. So the only time in his life he voted was right there. Exactly, and there are a lot of those, too many of those this time around.
0: Anyone wanna know where they got those extra votes for that they really needed? That's where they got them. That is, that is amazing. Don't you think, Alpha, that they have that kind of uh, foresight and the ability to pick up that?
3: We predicted we went to 1,600 houses, knocking on doors, right. trained a whole bunch of volunteers. It took about four days. Right. They found we predicted that we'd find about 30 percent of the houses we knocked on would have at least one phantom voter. What that means is. It says on the roll that John Smith lives at this address right. and that John Smith voted, right. but then you go and knock on the door and no John Smith lives right, there. Right. Okay. So right. wait a minute. That's right. a phantom voter. So you were
2: basically when you, this raised a flag yep. and yep. then you said, well, I'm going to go out just to make sure I'm not going down a bad, a bad path. Let's find out if these people really exist. Exactly. Or not. Your theory though, proved right. 30% yes. did not exist. It's 32 or 32 (laughs) but we predicted 30 we found 32 so that's really good so this is Uh, not just theoretical that so that made you go i'm going all in i'm going to look at this Uh, absolutely
3: absolutely in every precinct you can show too like for example in this precinct this is by age and this is, I'm sorry, this is by age and how many people in this particular precinct. This just happens to be one from Ohio. You notice that this is the number of people that are registered by age, the right. blue curve. And then this is the number of ballots you have by age. So if you needed some more ballots, right. if you needed, to because you wanted to swing one of the down right. ballot elections, like there's some judge you want to win, you just have to go along and find out, well, gee, I've got a few more voters here. Let's go look and see who never votes and let's print a ballot for them right. and right. turn it in. Right. It's a really simple, thing. So right. that's an algorithm. Right. Find the people that never vote, print ballots, during right, the ballot right, right. They don't even know. So the only way to know, the only way to know an election whether it's valid or not is to actually
1: hey, hey pause it for a quick now second, now Bravo. Here, pause it. Yep. Pause it. Okay, so basically what they did was whatever they needed to fill in, this, this gentleman, this physicist, who's looking at the data and the algorithms, and he's, he, he's, he's noticing something, and he's pointing something out that's fairly obvious, right? Mm-hmm. If they needed a vote, they pick somebody on of a line who has never voted before or rarely votes or whatever, okay? And what they would do is they would go ahead, and that would be the obvious choice to pick up a vote,
0: mm-hmm. right? And that person, understandably, everyone, did not vote. Chose not yeah. to vote, never voted, was that's right. Registered. I don't know if they were registered to vote or not. Were they registered to vote? I think they were. Yes, yes. they were. They were they registered were to, vote, to vote, and vote and
1: they just didn't vote.
0: Right so let's uh, i spin it up just a little bit here let's bring in the next point that dr frank is talking about the
2: edge
3: of my seat watching that
2: right that's the i know you, you, you had no idea your work was done and you're going wow
3: now you knew who did it right uh, exactly yeah. i can see but the thing about it is you're showing the incursions into the machines right but what do they do when they're there they right. have to know what to do right that's what the algorithm okay. is well, telling let's them see, do. Uh, yeah let's see what she got everything here anybody can do anybody you can, can do download it. Oh, right, it and confirm right, okay so this okay. Is, that's part of so right. anyway so here's the population this all is this
1: information is open source you see
3: the millennials mm-hmm. and the baby boomers and right what this is just, that's just,
2: that's just a pretty graph pretty of Ham,
3: hamilton county yep and the
2: age group of each one on yep. the graph so there's ten thousand or eleven thousand people around 60 years of age
3: yeah, okay exactly. all right this curve this black curve is from that voter database that i showed you a minute ago this is how many people of each age are registered Okay, now that's impossible, correct? <laughs> yes, and the look everybody's your... <laughs>
2: registered, and then there's a little line here where there's more people registered than there are population. How interesting!
3: Yeah, and, <laughs> and a little bit over here too. Right. But right. still, when I've shown this to political experts, right. they're all saying, Duck, "No, no, no, it can't be that much. There's supposed to be about eighty percent. No, this is like ninety-five percent. Ninety-five. Right. So, so okay. that's the first that raised the, a flag with you. That's the first red flag. Okay.
0: That is a huge, huge important point because we live in a country where we don't have to vote. We have the right to vote. Whether or not we choose to exercise that vote, that right to vote, Be that's our choice. That's right. There are countries that do mandate that you have to vote, which kind of blew my mind now that I haven't worked. But, you know, you have to vote and they don't even get 95, 100 percent registration and voting. Keep that in mind, everyone. That, that's that is totally. That's a huge red flag. Huge red flag. So, uh, again, this well, can that be that, that goes out. to
1: show there are more registered voters than people in the county.
0: That's right. We're gonna go. We're gonna move ahead to another part of this. So I thought was very interesting.
1: That little flip,
2: yeah. You know, it's a, the exact same pattern. All of a sudden, everyone exact percentage yes. gets turned in. Uh, and votes. I mean, of every age group, it's, now, it's ridiculous,
3: right? Now with this, uh, was that another flag? Yes. If I just take the black curve and multiply it by eighty-six percent, that helps you to see that those little bumps and wiggles are just absolutely reproduced. Right. It's just the odds of that happening in one county are ridiculously small, right? But guess what? They happen in every county. Every county. And it's the, and and did you do every county in Ohio? all 88
2: all 88 counties and they
3: were all the same pattern And i'll show you that pattern because it's even better than this i call it the key so if you think of it you can think of that 86 percent number as the key that converts the registrations into the ballots right and so that's flag number two (laughs) Flag number two that those are similar now the thing is is we don't have to just use one number we could use a different proportion for every age, right? right. Okay. Did they do that? In other words, if you use a different proportion for every age, right. then you just have a little more sophisticated key. When I show you that key, you're going to be surprised. Okay. Cause, and, cause that's also some breadcrumbs mm-hmm. as to the algorithm. If I use those proportions, then this is the ballots on top of the registrations,
2: but you set those proportions yourself yes. just to see if there was duplicated across the state.
3: Yes. And exact. And that's why it doesn't quite agree here because actually, I'm using one set of proportions for the entire state. Right. I'm never changing. You're anything. not
2: changing it. Right? No.
3: One, and it's you know think of it. It's 18 to 100. So that's 82 proportions. You put it in one time. So never what you're saying
2: is what you're saying across the state. Every single seven year old across the state was exactly this percentage. Yes. Exactly. Every single county, every county, single county. age group was exactly yes. like X percent of yes. each age group voted.
3: Which, of course, is preposterous. It's preposterous. It's preposterous. Right. Okay. This is the shape of that key. Okay. This is the key that converts registrations to ballots. Mm-hmm. In other words, the proportion of 20 year olds right. or the proportion of 30 year olds or the proportion of 40. Right. And you look at that curve. Right. That's a really smooth curve. Right. In fact, mathematicians recognize this. It's uh. called a sixth-order polynomial. The beautiful thing about a sixth-order polynomial is you only need six numbers. So now I don't need 82 numbers anymore. Right. I just need six numbers and a turnout number, which would be a seventh number. Right. And I can predict every county in Ohio. Right. Now six numbers
0: so that is that is the key right there everyone is that sixth yes. oral yes. polynomial it's a, it's a yes. mathematic yes. law yes. it I basically mean, gets into the fact that they yep. had six yes. six okay. so factors that they can figure know, out so how many they needed this county. is important it's, it's yeah, I want to
2: show a few counties because once you got here you guys remember that little flip. Every county. These are these are the ballots of people that voted. Right. The red curve. There's yep. the registered. Yep. And there's the, the and population. There's the, uh, population. Yes. It doesn't follow that it's impossible to have the same glitch every th- time in every single county. And so far, it's been every single county you've done in the United States. So far, the same thing, the yes. same machines, the same attacks, yep. the same people, yes. the same corruption that went on, the same crime against humanity Pause it. was yes. all.
1: Okay, this guy, the good doctor here, with Mike Lindell, is is pointing out that look at the graphs. If you look at these graphs, the bumps and all of the all of the data all correlates. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. Yep, They're across the country.
0: That's right. Yep, and they get into that in here in a second, but there's something called coefficient, which I'll let the good doctor explain, which is the, uh, part of the key to this entire algorithm that was used, um, during the election.
3: That shaded curve underneath, right? that's what I'm predicting based upon the key. Oh, wow. So you already said here without (laughs) looking, you're going, here's where it's going to be. Yeah. And and it matched. And you know how I did that? I ran 14 counties, took the average key and then never changed it again. And it works in all 88. all ADA and and you know and by the way there's this r number r is a correlation coefficient it's called mm-hmm. if r equals one it's a perfect correlation right if it's negative one it's a perfect opposite correlation right if r is zero that means it's not correlated at all right so for me to get 1.000 and i'm a physicist that ain't natural buddy
1: right so it <laughs> couldn't
2: be done by humans no no this it's is not by a hundred percent apart no. so this goes to, be- to
1: show wow this goes to show <laughs> that this this election and and this data was manipulated in real time to get the result that somebody wanted by a machine, yep, too perfect to be human beings meddling in this. This was an automated like a giant excel table
0: mm-hmm that's what this was. This is not random no and that that's proven mathematically. The math is right. not lie. do you remember during the election and everyone was saying the math, you know, there's no nothing here to substantiate this. There's no evidence. There's not, but <laughs> this, this is, this is amazing to a, to an amateur statistician like myself. And I do, do mean amateur. There are people mm-hmm. out there that do it a hell of a lot better than I do. When you talk about correlation, whether you talk about it in medicine, whether you talk about it in firefighting, when you talk about it in any work that you do business, Nothing in this world is perfect. You ever hear that saying? Well, that cor- that correlation correlation factor is 1.000 is perfect. There's also something that we talk about, correlation does not equal causation. And we base that on the fact that a negative uh, excuse me, 1.000 is a perfect correlation, that's when you get causation if you have a negative number and this is I'm just repeating what the physicist uh, Dr. Frank is talking about here if you have a negative 1.000 that's a completely total opposite correlation so it's like opposites so that of a plus minus north south that's what that is any number that's around zero 0.000, 000 it's there's that's when there's you no say, correlation at all there's no correlation at all correlation does not equal causation so we talk about statistics again into the weeds they make it very, this is, this is, um, this is information right in, right it right at you. And, um, amazing stuff. Let's just let them talk
2: machines. More.
3: Yes. And they had to be online constantly online, constantly be, online. Be, everybody beforehand getting the registrations in place, right? So that you can use the phantom ballots, right? Because if you think about it, you can have all the machines in the world changing ballots all you want. The problem right. is, is that afterwards, if they count the ballots, it's got a match. It's got a match. So you, so
2: you have to figure so out. So were how you to surprised? Were you surprised? I want everyone to understand this. So you're seeing this. Were you thinking, how did they do this? Did they have to have some supercomputer? Did that go through your mind? Oh, are you kidding? Yes, okay. absolutely. So now, I want everyone to know this. When you watched Absolute Proof, okay, and you had worked on this for months. Months. And you've seen this, okay. <laughs> yes. And you've seen that last fourth of Absolute Proof. Yes. You knew that there was such
3: a device out there. I was on the edge of my seat. I was going, "Oh my gosh!" I see that <laughs> column. I know exactly what. I know what they are doing right, at right, each of those right, steps. Right, but, but until that point, I you only, want, you're going, "How could they have come up with this supercomputer? Right. Whatever this is,
2: by logic, right. I could deduce things. Right. You but, right. knew it happened, but you didn't know. Like, yes. Wow, what did they have a sure? no. computer the size of Iowa? You know, yeah, or, right, right? But uh, they do it, and it does exist, and it does. It's out there, yes. and they and we have the. By the grace of God, we yes. had people that were using that, or I mean, at least watching them use that yes. the night of the election and the five days from the first yeah. to the fifth. Yeah. And so we have every cyber footprint, every flip, every computer, every right. ID. We have all that because it takes a, it takes a lot of uh, technology a to lot. be able to pull this off. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> I found myself saying okay. that a lot during this whole show. and I wow. <laughs> I who has the acumen
1: who has the computing power who has the capability the the method the opportunity and the motive big tech
0: big tech china
1: north korea russia oh yeah iran yep yep
0: and then it goes on in the video they talk about different counties throughout the country and they talk and he applied this to many different other scenarios and every single time the key that he was using fit the lock every single time yes wow so he he
1: found it's all directly tied to 2010 data as well
0: the census that's Correct.
1: Right. It's all tied to the twenty ten census.
0: And there are times when you when you watch this, and um, I'm gonna uh, kind of just speed this along here, but you, you see that when you, whenever you're watching this video, they'll explain it. If it goes beyond the the census curve, that's when dead people voted. <laughs> that's when made up you know people that may have moved from the area may have voted. Um, again, irregularities. And there's the proof. I I I don't know what else to say. Except wow. <laughs> Just, I
1: think I think maybe someday somebody's gonna have some explaining to do.
0: I think that someday is coming sooner than you think. Um uh, uh so here, here is the they were talked about how the census was the was the 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 foundation for all this. And like I said, we encourage you to go to lindelltv.com, watch the video for yourself, um, and and go ahead and and see. I just want to speed right through the end because there's a lot of in the weed stuff that uh, you have to kind of watch from beginning to end, which we're not going to do. But I thought it would be important to highlight these these uh, these things. So let's just listen to the. Wait.
2: It's good that everyone's getting to see this, you know? Yes. So so here's what we have here. All these here that when you say 100% and 0.999%, <laughs> yes. all these percentages, that's matches that 2010, that matches your predictions. My, exactly. It matches
3: my prediction of part per million, I was just, right. ridiculously right. accurate. So
2: I just said, when I just asked, is there any place yes. that didn't match that? And yes. you said one, and let's pull up that.
3: <laughs> there and is one. that was one. in Colorado. Yes. And tell us again, why this big gap here? <laughs> well, there's this big gap because they have a big population between the age of 20 and 50. And what, was, and what, what would that matter? Turns out that this population, there are only about 5,000 people in this, Area, this county, right, right? But these are prisoners. Those
2: were all prisoners. <laughs> so look at that. So they their algorithms—they to... <laughs> couldn't even pull this because these are all prisoners. <laughs> so that's the only one. If you so look at that
0: this is important here, Alpha, because he's explaining when he finds an anomaly in the data, he goes back and he found out the reason why. So right now, the he seems to be the only person I've heard since the election in November last year that took the time to explain what went wrong. Just right. Put it out there.
1: Well, he did, a, he did a heck of a good job with his data for sure. And mm-hmm. Mike Lindell has done uh, uh, quite a job putting this whole thing together himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, to uh, figure, we'll go to this little We'll
0: have to see where Colorado, it goes.
2: And all these people are in prison. Yeah. you know, by so the way, would... this
3: is still a really good fit when I use the registrations. It's only a not a good fit if I try oh, to... Oh, so pre- it fit
2: with the registration. so they did it with the registration. Yes. It just didn't fit the people living in the county.
3: Exactly. And I, I can, got it. Okay. I, in other words, I can predict... Oops. I can predict... I changed it. I can predict the, the, the votes based upon merely the population as well. Why? Because I'm able to... I'm is going to bring it up again. I'm able to, this is me predicting ballots right? based upon population.
0: And here the end, where it's coming up, is important. Which we're
2: going to keep dumping to the public all the time. We're Happy to do dump it. it. And dumping and dumping. Yeah. If you're out there, if you live in Wisconsin, get a hold of your legislatures and tell them they need to get, we're going to try and reach them so that they can use it. Your, your state's getting opened up for the biggest audit ever. It's going to be amazing. And um, if you're Maricopa County, you're in that audit. I you know. Arizona. It doesn't matter. Georgia's opening up again now. They're just said they're going oh, wow. to finally do an audit. Oh wow! Um, New Hampshire. It's all over the country. You know, that's just everybody's got to get on board. Let's let's uh, let's open up the machines. Let's look at this. And here's yes. what you're going to find. Yes. This was the biggest crime against the United States and the world in history. I believe it's one of the biggest ever because it affects every single person on the planet. Absolutely. And thank you, Doctor Frank, for your <laughs> my pleasure. I, sir. Wow. Um, this has been a blessing for me and a blessing to everyone and and I'm sure each and every person out there wow. is going to thank you and they do thank you for your time and what you've You're done welcome, my brother. God bless you
0: <laughs> so there you have it go watch it let us know what you think info at signal50.com we'd be curious to hear what, you, what, yep. you, what your thoughts are I, I cannot you can't argue with it and there's more coming this oh, yeah. this is just the tip of the iceberg, by the way. Right.
1: Right. And Mike Liddell's got a long way to go. Uh, the man has got nearly an, an inexhaustible supply of cash and time. So he's he's all on it. Mm-hmm. He's all on it. So we'll have to see what happens.
0: And if you think about what happened back in the 1776 uh, area where people were, uh, you know, get, you know lo- had risks of losing their life. Their liberty and their property, because the British were not having any of this, right? Right. It mirrors to today, and look right. what Mike Lindell is doing today, where he's putting up his fortune and he's putting up his reputation, and he is trying to get the get the word out there that that this is this is there is there is such a, a big problem out there about what, what
1: everybody happened. seems to forget is that the. The, the the our forefathers that uh, you know the founders that signed the Declaration of Independence they signed their own death warrants okay mm-hmm. so you know uh, they they risked everything so we'll have to see what happens uh, mm-hmm.
0: it's
1: uh it's kind of interesting isn't it no oh, yeah. a, a guy that the guy that sews pillows for a living could save the republic
0: yeah now he did say one other thing that. You know, and you can watch it. He talked about what would happen if someone accused his pillows of having stones and knives and you know rock inside. And he says, "Well, besides it being a patent fill, come look, open up." He'd open up. I think he'd open, he'd give you the shirt off his back. I think, to be honest. Pretty with you. much. But he would open up his short his uh, his factory. He would show what's going on. He would say, "This is what this is what this this fill is." There's no rocks here. There's nothing look at what what look at what Dominion and smartmatic and all these other pla- all these other companies are doing right now. they are threatening to sue you know, and again we're not we're just telling what what's going on here what our opinion is um they they don't want uh they, they they're they're using their their gestapo tactics to get people to back down and not stand up and say show us what's going on in Maricopa County. There has been orders from the Senate to, to audit these machines that the audacity of the supervisors in Maricopa County to refuse a a lawful order. They've gone to court. They've gone to other courts. God only knows what they're doing in those machines to hide this. And I'm sure they're coming up with some kind of game plan to refute all the things that Mike Lindell is saying where none of this will make any sense or this is not true or don't worry about it, nothing to see here, blah, 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 blah. All
1: they have to do is open up the machines and, and, and do the audit like they said they were going to do, and we'll
0: figure it all out for ourselves, won't we? That's right. But Anyhow. they're going to fight you tooth and nail, and they're never going to let it happen. So the good news is, however, there there are laws changing. There are states that are changing their laws. Uh, yep. I think I think what you're seeing from, from my personal opinion and – I'm not going to go to any Major League Baseball games. I'm not supporting the NFL. I'm not watching ESPN. I will not watch any of that stuff. I will not buy Coca Cola products and I will not buy a Nike pair of sneakers ever again.
1: And I will never fly Delta Airlines again if I ever have a choice. That's but. Right. That's beside the point. Uh, the point is this: you know, everybody's all upset. You know, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about this just for a quick second here. Yep. You know, you have got laws that are changing across the country, and Georgia's changing some of their voting laws, and, and everyone's crying foul. L- let me let me just tell you something. First of all, minorities can get identification. All right, contrary to what white liberals are going to tell you, uh, minorities are. More than capable of getting identification, right?
0: Yep. Okay.
1: Um, The Georgia voting law that just got enacted um, is much less restrictive than a number of different places that are still blue states. Mm -hmm. How about that? Imagine that. So what are they kicking and screaming about?
0: It's all optics and narrative. That's
1: right. Everything that you're being told is optics and narrative. You're not being told the truth. You're being told a story, not the story.
0: Exactly. So uh, I am going to be following this as closely as I can in that video also. Mike Lindell mentions that Frank will be coming to us April 20th, and the Signal 50 podcast will be more than happy to support Frank and um, in the free freedom of speech platform that he's providing with open arms.
1: Well, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll go give it a try over on Frank and we'll see how it goes.
0: Yep. That's all we can do.
1: That's it. And moving on to the next bit of news. that we So something a little
0: bit lighter hearted. (laughs) Uh, Everyone, if, if you haven't had a chance to get onto Dan Scavino's telegram page, I love I love long shots. I love uh, uh, things that are seemingly impossible. And I'm going to play this video for everyone, and then once we're done with it, we'll we'll chat about it. But uh, just take a look at this. It's on Dan uh, uh Telegram page. King of the swingers, Louis J.B. Holmes is as cool as that.
1: Does it gonna get around it somehow or other. Oh, no, no, Go come on, Go on. Oh, that's oh. oh, a bail.
0: Nice. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like that? <laughs> ever in my life. Well, most both went in.
1: Jay, we. <laughs> well. It's the most impossible golf shot you can ever imagine. The most improbable thing that could ever... If you want to see the video, go over to Rumble and check it out. Yeah. Essentially, it's Trump dressed in a sombrero hitting the most impossible shot ever in golf and making a hole-in-one on a par three.
0: Mm-hmm. Skipping the okay. water. <laughs> Just Skipping
1: so. across the... Yeah. A, Just, worm
0: <laughs> a worm burner.
1: A worm burner. Yeah. A worm burner. Uh, yeah, so... Dan Scavino is a big one that he, he 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 thinks something's fishy too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So he Watch he's that. one of those that believes that uh, maybe maybe you can explain this better about Dan Scavino.
0: So Dan Scavino was uh, his national security uh, administration uh, director for President Trump. Abbott supporter, wasn't you never had to worry about where his li- his world his, um, his loyalties lied when it came to President Trump. And after you know, Twitter shut down Dan Scavino's page and everyone else, the president's Twitter page, handle, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff that happened. Uh Telegram uh, embraced everyone with open arms. And on in that video, when you go to watch it, you'll see that not only is uh the golfer's face covered with the uh, uh it's like a graphic uh with the Don Trumpo that's the Donald Trumpo. They call the character that they put. They put different videos of uh, President Trump in. Um, but the impossibility of that that shot. They put a White House right over the hole. And they superimpose this White House on top of the hole. And again, getting across the water, skipping five different times, the speed to get it over, the impossibility of getting the right trajectory. Any uh, anyone that plays golf. Uh, you know, sometimes there are certain angles, certain arches or arcs you have to make to get the shot to go in. Long story short, this was an impossible shot. It was. Is it impossible for President Trump to get back in the White House? I don't think so. And that's what Dan Scavino was talking about. So, if you get a chance, follow him on Telegram. He's got his own channel. Um, right, it's amazing.
1: Well, uh, another thing that we wanted to add, I, I want to add, mm-hmm. the, by the calculations of that physicist. Um, Mm. that Mike Lindell is working with there. The election shook out something along the lines of approximately 80 million votes for Donald Trump. Yep. And 66 million votes for Joe Biden. Yep. If what that man is saying is to be believed. Mm. Right? Yep. So, without further ado, Mm -hmm. off to Minneapolis.
0: So... One of the other stories we want to talk about uh, as we've had some experience doing Uh uh, that kind of work uh, where, you know, we've responding to, to certain calls, things like that. We, we wanted to talk about the, the Floyd, uh, George Floyd's the, the trial, the, you know, the what's going on with the police officer Chauvin. We're not going to talk about the actual what's been going on. It's, it's, it really is, it's being covered in other places. We're not going to do it justice because there's so much testimony. Um, But this one caught my eye when, when a uh, EMT and uh, I'm going to kind of use a a comparison. What's the standard of care or the standard of practice or the expect expectations of an EMT to, to do when they're doing their duties as an EMT. So here we have, uh, and again, the testimony she gave is her testimony, and I'm not going to say one thing or the other. What caught my eye was is when the judge told her three different times to stop being confrontational with the defense attorneys and being buddy-buddy with the, with the prosecution.
1: The state's attorney, yeah. The
0: state's attorneys. This is, this is uh, shocking when I read this.
1: Well, she's playing a narrative, right?
0: Oh, she's she is playing a a huge narrative. And just to kind of just to kind of set up the story here. So, uh, the, the headline from the Daily Wire, and this was on April 2nd the judge sends out the jury admonishes witness in the George Floyd case. Okay. So, this is that EMT. Mind you, she's in full uniform. She's in her fire department uniform. She works for, uh, for the Minneapolis Fire Department. She's an EMT, works on the ambulance. Uh-huh. She's certified EMT. This is what the article says, I quote.
1: And she is young
0: yes. girl, Yep. very 26.
1: inexperienced.
0: Yep. So Judge Peter Cahill sent out the jury and admonished a witness Tuesday for her argumentative behavior when a defense attorney for the Minneapolis Police Officer Derek Chauvin in the court all right, so sends out the jury because the judge has something to say, okay? Genevieve Hansen, a 27-year-old Minneapolis firefighter with state with state and national EMT certification stood witness Tuesday testifying about Chauvin's arrest and detainment of George Floyd, okay? Now, um, going on in the story, it says that Hansen said she tried to offer medical assistance to Floyd who later died, but was denied by officers. Now, I'm going to stop there for one second. Alpha, you can help me out here. Sure. When, when the police officers work with EMTs, and firefighters for that matter, it, typically there is a situation where it's not safe for the EMTs. Now, mind you, EMTs are not meant to be uh, uh, law enforcement. They're meant to m- render medical aid. Okay, and again, we're, we're not talking about the, the testimony that was given, right? We're talking about the standard of practice for an EMT and working with other types of things. EMTs are not supposed to be starting. You know, if she's on the fire department, she may have the role on an engine, but it sounds like she was in an ambulance. No, she was not
1: went. on duty at the time.
0: Oh, she, that's correct. Her normal job is of, in an ambulance, I believe. That's
1: right. She was not working at the time. She was not working at the time. She was acting in an official capacity at the time.
0: So for her to wear her uniform for doing something that wasn't on duty, that's strike one, in my opinion. Again, comparing what normal expectation for others to perform in their their role, that that to me is a strike one. Now, when she was cross-examined by Eric Nelson, this is from the piece, Chauvin's attorney, Hanson, demeanor reportedly changed. Again, this—we're <laughs> not talking about what she said, and how she said it, but what the way she's saying it was. When the defense came on, she's trying to portray her own narrative, her own story.
1: That's right.
0: And, and how she felt, and and it has nothing to do with what the video showed. Or again, we're not, we're not, we're not trying the case. They're trying the case. We're not even going to get into that. We're talking about what an EMT should do. Now, getting back just real quick. To what EMTs should be doing, police officers have the back of the police of of the EMTs. We're all supposed to go home at the end of the day, and we're supposed to be safe, right? And if the police officers are with a person that they're trying to uh, subdue or you know put handcuffs on, and it's not safe, they're going to keep the EMTs and the and the fire department a couple blocks away. Especially never if never
1: never mind the fact never mind the fact somebody running up and yelling or trying to identify themselves with no ID mm-hmm. into a into a hot scene that's that's pretty contentious and they've had some issues, it's like a stranger
0: rolling up and tapping you on the shoulder. Right. How many times have you tried to offer help? No, we got it. Thanks a lot. If you're not on duty, don't go near it. That's that's unless they unless they know you or unless you, you you can and you're asked to help. if you offer the help and they refuse that's it. you're not on duty. she was not in uniform so just by her testifying in uniform where she's trying to render aid and now she's she's playing Monday morning quarterback right and, and hindsight is 2020. 20. you have all the colloquiums you want uh, colloquial statements you want to say but she was wrong and what she did on that deserved this but there's more Wait there's more okay. <laughs> But going on, so at the point where Judge Peter Cahill st- uh, stepped in, this is the one of t- uh, two times that the judge stepped in and, and cautioned Hansen for being argumentative, instructing her to just answer the questions. Now, this is for the judge to stop the testimony and for the judge to say, just answer the questions, please. Okay, just, you know, stop with the melodrama. That's not what court cases are for they're supposed to present the facts right let the jury kind of decide what where it's going to go
1: and and this is all on video and and Mm -hmm. i i just i just want everybody to go out there go ahead and and look it up it shouldn't be hard to find on youtube listen watch her testimony and and look at the way she was treating the court look at the way she was speaking to the the judge uh listen to her tone and inflection um, she was just indignant yeah. and when you're in a court of law and I, and I've been a, a a witness in, in a court of law for something that happened a long time ago, mm-hmm. I was subpoenaed and I had to show up and, and give testimony. And, and let me tell you something. You don't argue with the judge. Nope. Mm-mm. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, your honor. No, your honor. That's it. You don't argue with the judge. You don't try to get the last word in. You don't act like a two-year-old with something to prove. Mm
0: -hmm. And And that's exactly what she did. In in this Daily Wire piece at the end here, an extraordinary dressing down, the judge turned to an increasingly combative Hanson and told her in no uncertain terms, quote, this is from the article, I'm sorry, I'm advising you to not argue with counsel and specifically do not argue with the court. I mean that's close to uh you're going to jail for contempt. That can get there.
1: For and a judge, goes for on. A judge for a judge to dismiss a jury in the middle of a trial. Mm-hmm. To say okay, uh you uh you folks over there uh not you step out for step out for a minute. I we're going to have a word in here. That's a big deal.
0: And and goes on. The judge to, tells the uh the jury, to excuse the jury you will not argue with the court. You will not argue with counsel. Answer the questions. Do not volunteer information that is not requested. Are we clear on this? Um, <laughs> Crystal? <laughs> I, I just it just basically then he instructed Hanson to come back tomorrow at 930 a.m. Goodbye. Now, this is not professional. Well, I, I, I made a comment on my par- my parlor that <laughs> this was not professional. This is not what representing the fire department should be anything like. No, no. Um you just, you, you, wow. you she she
1: First of all, if you listen to her testimony, it was yeah. complete and utter garbage. Yep. Um you know, I would I would send somebody to call 911. What would you have done? Well, I was going to send someone to call 911. Um 911 was right there. Okay. Um I would send someone to a gas station to go look for an uh, an AED. Um okay. That's not really what we do. No, um, you're not in uniform. You don't have anything with you. You're in the middle of a hot scene. You're diverting attention away from people, and your your diagnosis. Well, I could tell about his level of consciousness. No, no, you, you couldn't. You never laid hands on George Floyd. Okay, I
0: looked for a physical examination on you, George. You Floyd. didn't
1: touch him. You you didn't look at him. You were nowhere near him at the time, and. You misdiagnosed the entire situation anyways.
0: Mm-hmm. Because according to the medical examiner's report, there's an overdose, fentanyl. And yes. police officers, I'm not sure that that police department had fent- or uh, the reversal agent for fentanyl called Narcan, which is a, you can, you can basically stick it up or squirt it up someone's nose, what they call atomize it, and it goes into the patient and can reverse those effects so that the breathing returns. Um, did she have any of that on her? (laughs) No, no. So what, what are you doing lady? Except making a fool of yourself.
1: Well, they're all missing the point. They're missing the point, right? Okay. Yeah. He, he, he probably died of, uh, asphyxiation. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. was it a direct cause of Chauvin putting his knee on his back or whatever. I don't know. What I can tell you is the medical examiner's report, the the numbers and the the information doesn't lie. The man had three times the lethal dose in his system of fentanyl. Yep. Okay. And he said, I ate a lot of drugs before Mm -hmm. he went unconscious. He was complaining that he couldn't breathe standing there. Then he became combative. Mm -hmm. What are the police going to do? Derek Chauvin is a little fella. He's five foot nine, 140, 150 pounds. He's not some big, bruising, hulking dude. Mm-hmm. George Floyd was a big man. Mm-hmm. Big man. I've been on plenty of calls where I've had to deal with a combative patient before. I almost got my chips cashed in by a little 98-year-old lady who was just sleeping hard, and and her granddaughter thought that she was dead. Mm-hmm. I went to go feel for a pulse, and then I gave her a little sternal tickle. She pulls a steak knife out from underneath the pillow and almost ginsues my ass to death. Okay, right. <laughs> you know. so let me tell you something. Don't ever underestimate anybody, mm-hmm. especially somebody who is twice your size.
0: That's correct. So, so. that was that was. um I don't know that, that I just, I saw that article and I just want to talk about it. Cause to me, that is the most unprofessional showing of EMT and you wonder why, uh, EMS gets a bad rap sometimes, you know, there's a lot of yeah. people doing great jobs, great work yeah yeah and all it takes is one yeah. knucklehead. Well, to- we're
1: going to, she, 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 she looks like, uh, she's, she's just a, she's an ass. Mm.
0: This, this girl is an ass.
1: I mean, we've all, you know.
0: I think there's something. There's another takeaway here I want to just briefly talk about: paying your dues. Paying your dues meaning when you get, you know, a lot of the a lot of the things I'm I'm watching nowadays um, feels like a lot of people think that they have it coming to them because they 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 just it's they've gone through school, they've done something, and they think that it's coming to them. Right. It just gonna be handed to them on a silver platter. And let let's let's be real honest right here, bravo real quick. hmm
1: Passing your nat- National Registry EMT basic class, mm-hmm. it's not exactly rocket surgery. No. It's I, not I, it's I, not I, absolute. I'm yeah. not gonna take that away from anybody that takes the time to do that on a volunteer basis or a paid basis. I I'm not trying to take it away from you. Mm-hmm. Right. It is not going to medical school for eight years. Or, you've got a, you've got a long way to go before you get those paramedic wings,
0: right? Or police, or, or trying to do a police officer's job.
1: That's right. You've got to be a trainee for a long time.
0: Yes. This girl
1: has got a lot to learn. And if I were the chief of fire of Minneapolis, I'd fire her ass. I would street her tomorrow.
0: Yep. You know, I thought she'd be riding a desk. I don't know if there was a union involved, but. I comes out of the comes out of the 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 street and goes to f- drive a desk because be a real no shame loose cannons yeah, she's hey. a loose cannon well, and her and her she doesn't she and the other thing is you can't forget where you came from so once you've done your 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 you've worked your way up the ranks and you've done your time and you've worked with people and you had the experience and then you're starting to pass it on to others. The comments she made, and you watch it on on Rumble. The, the things that she says while she's on the stand just don't make any sense. You just, it's not, it's not correct EMS or emergency medical service uh, practice. It just it didn't make any sense. So
1: if I if I were her, if I were her, I would uh, not that not that this would
0: happen. Of course, mm-hmm. if I were her,
1: I would uh, I'd switch professions quickly. No. Because, you know, it'd be a real, it'd be a real damn shame if she were getting her ass handed to her some night and she had to count on the Minneapolis PD to come bail her out. Yep. Be a real damn
0: shame. And learning, learning on the job, there's always something new to learn every day. And if you go into a situation where you think you know it all, and then her case, she's sitting on the stand, she's trying to come across as an expert and she's coming across as a fool because she forgot where she came from. She and,
1: took her opportunity to get 15 minutes of fame and embellish on what really truly happened and turn it from fact to feeling. The judge picked up on it, and the judge said, this is not going to happen.
0: Correct. Good for him. Yep. So important lesson I, I pull from this is, don't forget where you came from. Be appreciative of who's working with you. There's always something to learn from others. And that's how you become a respected provider or official or whatever you do in life.
1: I is wouldn't want to be this girl's partner.
0: Nope. She's going to nope. backstab me in, the, in a heartbeat. Yep.
1: Yeah. You're on your own, hey, sister.
0: Oh, yeah. Just, good l- good luck, luck up- to you. Made herself an outcast. Anyway. Yeah, well. So that's the that's show for this evening, everyone. It is. That's it. Wow. It went by
1: fast. It does go by fast. Well, everybody, happy Sunday night. You know, uh, tomorrow's Monday. Yay. Right? woo (laughs) And, uh, you know, we have a little bit of reprieve to get those taxes in to pay Uncle Sugar for the privilege of working so we can pay for those people popping across the border, Um, you know, because we're going to give them checks and pay to put them up in hotel rooms and such. Uh, Next time, we're going to get into a few different things. We promised you guys a a guest uh, that works as an insider from the – from the trump administration i've been in contact with this individual and uh she is going to come on the program we're just trying to work out when that could be she's been a little bit busy she's uh she's doing some things there's there's a lot of stuff happening in the background that uh i can't really share with you tonight maybe she'll uh she'll be happy to share it with you when she's on so um it's it's wow. going to be a really interesting uh 2022 midterm cycle mm-hmm so we'll have to see what happens, you know. And, and on that note, we'd like to throw a shout out to our affiliate POF-USA dot usacom makers of the finest AR fifteen style rifles in the United States. They're fantastic weapons made by fantastic people, made by patriots for patriots. POF-USA dot com. Go give them a look. They're they're great people doing great stuff, and and they just keep invading. Uh, they're the quite a company quite a quite a company they've done a nice job so that's it that's all i've got i'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors and airmen for protecting us 24 7 365 our police firefighters and EMS workers who are out there on the front lines that you may have interaction with on a daily basis if you see them in a coffee shop buy them a cup of coffee they don't make a whole lot of money and they take a whole lot of risk so and they're doing it for you when you need them they'll come so on that note bravo cue the music I'm going to bed. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Have a great week.
0: Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.